Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we recap the last dance and we have a little Monday mailbag. So let's get it. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman from Snapback Sports. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host and longtime best friend and LeBron James supporter, Abe Granoff. Abe, what's going on? Not much. A little tired. A little tired, but we're making it through. Um, I set an alarm. Yeah, no, I set an alarm so we could record. I texted you. Did the Bulls Bulls win? Did they do it at the end? (laughs) They pulled it off a a 4-0 run by Michael Jordan to close Game 6 of the NBA Finals. I'm curious, as a LeBron is the GOAT, LeBron, Stan, you'll admit that. I don't think that's calling you anything that isn't factual. Correct. What was the experience like? I mean, like, are you gonna make? Are you? Gonna, am I supposed to sit here and say that that changed my mind? No, not no. no. That's the last no. thing I would expect. Yeah, but I'm absolutely curious because, not. Because it was some, dope. It was yeah, dope. How yeah, could so, he? Like, yeah, I love LeBron James, but I I love the NBA and I love basketball. Like that was an awesome documentary. The way they put it together. Um, were there certain points that I made jokes about, like? Like, did I really need to know how much of, oh, Jordan was the greatest competitor ever? Like, come on, dude. We know. All right? Um, but, it, I mean, it was... I don't how know. Could you, I, how, could you, how could you not enjoy that documentary? You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. Totally. I think you're a bit over the top obsessed with the he's the greatest competitor because what the documentary... It's just, no, I just... It's just a, a shtick that's going on. I know. But, but the thing is, what the documentary did do was kind of show like actually how in we knew he was the greatest competitor of all time but he actually had a sickness and i think you know what kind of you know what this documentary did for me it was powerful you know what it's making me read a book (laughs) how about that (laughs) i started i started um yesterday morning the the book that was it was it was talked about briefly yeah um in the documentary a little bit last episode with sam smith but the jordan rules you've read it right yeah, so I suggested the book too. I've been trying. You to suggested your, years ago. Yeah, right. for years. So this is a big win. So yeah, it kind of sparked that. Okay, like it. I've got nothing else to do during quarantine. Like it's already on my mind with um, the documentary. Why don't I just? Why don't I just get fully educated, as you like to call it, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't you don't consider me educated until I read these books. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm 50 pages in. I just got to the prologue, so <laughs> that's where I'm at with books these days. Who knew? Who knew they put four chapters before chapter one? And you have said, and I've told you, like the Jordan Rules book actually isn't propaganda, like a lot of people are saying. The documentary is. It's actually an exposure of Michael Jordan to a degree. So there's a bunch of. I got a whole list for you. We'll have a book club monthly. We'll go over all the Jordan books that you've read. No, but I mean, like, look, he was a psycho competitor. We know that. Like, we saw it more so. We saw it with Kobe. Like growing up, like we didn't watch Jordan growing up, but we mm-hmm. saw him in in this light through these 10 episodes and 
I mean, I thought these last two episodes, especially these last two, they did a great way to end it, in my opinion. The sequencing that in the beginning everyone was like, "What is going on?" Why it was they... it was a it, thing throughout. Okay, yeah, no, 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 it came it came together. It made more sense, but it was a little. No, it made the... sense throughout. It's just like there were points where it's like. I felt like, like I was. I had no idea where the hell I was. I had, like, how am I? You're, you're, how? you're in three decades in 45 seconds. And you're also like playing game five of the Eastern Conference Finals while also game two of the NBA Finals of a different year. That was probably the most confusing. Yeah, you know what? I, you know what came to my mind the first part about tonight because it started with the with the Pacers in '98 in the Eastern Conference Finals. And Reggie Miller was getting interviewed, like, as every, a lot of people were, like, Obama and everything. Reggie Miller has not aged a day. Yeah, it's pretty It's nuts. wild. It's nuts. Absolutely wild. Also, while, while it's on the top of my head, I feel like we got to get Charlie to put in the Bulls music as the intro for this pod. What is it? The like the intro music like that I can't sing it but you know what it is it's been not that so my one takeaway oh speaking of which we got to get the last line out of the way the whole last line of the documentary the ten part Jordan documentary culminates with Michael Jordan a young rookie Michael Jordan sitting there saying one day I hope to turn one day I I hope to turn the Chicago Bulls into a program like the Philadelphia 76ers or the Boston Celtics. Word for word verbatim, I didn't say it, Michael Jordan. I'm glad that through 10 episodes of the Jordan documentary, we had to end with Michael Jordan successfully became on the status of the Philadelphia 76ers. And then we discussed what uh, that success was. It was a single title for the Sixers in the 80s, which is nuts. My takeaway from tonight's episode specifically was... Whenever the Jordan-LeBron argument comes up, LeBron, LeBron-Siders like to say, well, what did Jordan have outside of the six titles? And the titles are definitely a team thing. There's no doubt about it. Like, so many things had to come together just to win one title. But it really made me, like, just, like, winning six titles is insanity. I had that. I had that realization, right? too. Like, like, towards the end of it, I, I got, I was like, in my head, I was just, like, trying to compare what was more... We can talk about this. Yeah, I was yeah. in my head trying to talk about what was more impressive, really. The right. six titles or the six Super Bowls. Inevitably, I obviously landed on Brady and the six Super Bowls. Just, like, it crossed my head for, like, a split second. I was like, wait a second. What? No. Um, but, yeah, I had I had that moment towards the end of it, too. It was, it was part of the way they scored it with the music in the background. Yeah. I'm telling you, they did a good job. Yeah, they crushed, but it's just, like... To win six times because everything has to go right at the right time. Like any of those shots don't fall, or Carmelo makes a free throw in game one, or at, like so many things have to fall in place that some people would say, "Well, they got lucky," but you can only get lucky so many times. It had to, and it's not only Michael Jordan, but it just made me appreciate like winning six freaking title speaking like, of which you're an eagles fan you know i'm a ravens fan like it just doesn't you don't just win six titles in eight years yeah well i mean yeah i guess we're not on pace for that anymore <laughs> um but you know what it made me realize and i i do not like the rep and it's it's happening in the book early on too that jerry Krause is getting my man not only is he no longer with us, rest in peace to to stand up for himself because I'm sure he would he would have a side of the story that that probably needs to be heard. I'm sure I'm sure there's things we aren't hearing from Jerry Krause's side, but you would think that Michael Jordan 
nowadays would have a little bit more empathy for the job that Jerry Krause did in keeping that team together for as long as he did, given that Michael Jordan is probably the Michael Jordan of bad executives today. <laughs> He's Nicholas, not a GM, though, but yes. Paying Nicholas Batum, God knows what. Batum Terry Rozier, stud. Terry Rozier, back up the Brinks truck. Like, <laughs> you would think he would have a little bit more empathy. I mean, he got Scottie Pippen for... I mean, a couple, a couple nickels. Yeah, it was wild. He, yeah, and and with that being said, to your point, he still seemed bitter at Jerry Krause at the end. Like, yeah, oh, hundred percent, win that seventh, and he's just never gotten over it. I think it's very, it's very easy to say that. Obviously, after like, yeah, I would easily love to go get a seventh, and I'm sure Jordan stands will pencil him in for seven rings. No, after that episode. I don't uh, because think so. he, just because he said that he would, but like they like they t- said, they all knew going in right. that it was the end, and yeah. and it was just that conversation with Phil at the end. Even though you know what, uh, what's his name, Reisendorf or something, yeah, yeah. he was trying to snake Phil into getting stuck in a <laughs> shitty situation with yeah. a bad team. Phil's like, nah, I'm gonna go win five with Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> I I mean. I, I'm not penciling him in, but it does make you think, not about the titles, but just about, wow, like he really did, he only played a half season when he came back from baseball. He really missed three years in his prime, coming off three straight titles. Like, it's unheard of to not play in that game again, to not bring back that team. Yeah, I, I mean, it just, it comes to a point where you become too much and like, it just shows how much of a business it is. They said like Scottie Pippen, Dennis Robbins, Steve Kerr, even though everyone knew they weren't shit in the NBA and they wouldn't be anything elsewhere, they have been on this team for so long that that's just what happens to your market value, a la Draymond freaking Green. <laughs> Draymond was a pivotal piece of that team. I mean, it's true. Like People are like, the, the one biggest misconception because of how unreal Dennis Robin is Robin is as a person. Oh my like, god! Like we need, a, we the, need. I think we need a spinoff. Goat, I think we need a spinoff. But let me just make this clear for everyone listening. In that NBA Finals, he guarded Carl Malone. Malone went twenty-five and eleven, which is, and they only averaged eighty a game. So he scored over a third, almost a third of their points, which in today's game would be like thirty-three and fifteen. Regardless. Robin averaged three points, eight boards. Like, it's not like Robin was actually... When they talk about the trio of that team, by by the 98 season, like, this wasn't the Dennis Robin. Nowhere near an all-star, nothing along those lines. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Dennis Robin really is Draymond Green. Like, you take him off that team, and he's really not anything. He was obviously a little bit better earlier in his career with Detroit. But, I mean, the 98 season, yeah. I mean, the way they did him at the end, like... He was gone for so many episodes. I was really thinking tonight, like, Dennis Robin hasn't really popped up. And then, boom, he's smacking someone over the head with a chair after Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Like, okay, this is what I really thought about throughout a lot of the documentary, is all the things that occurred with Jordan, how he treated his teammates, with Mm -hmm. Dennis Rodman going to Vegas um, in between a Tuesday-Thursday game Mm -hmm. in February or whatever it was. With Dennis Rodman doing the WWE. MJ Gambling down 2 MJ Gambling down 2-0. If that occurred in the social media era with the spotlight that there is. Like they said it at the end. Jordan didn't have the advantage that these guys do today. Of posting these Instagrams and, and making himself into a bigger mogul like LeBron James is taking advantage of. But it... 
the social media era comes with as many negatives as it does positives. So it's it's hard to think that a lot of the stuff that we saw in this documentary would get away with in today's era with social media and with how the media spins. They no. can spin four words and it'll be the, the first segment on first take on Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing that I noticed was, like, did you ever watch the way people looked at Michael Jordan? Even people closest to him, like, he was a god. Like People, was, I mean, it's the same thing with LeBron James. But, so that's the funny thing is... I don't know what it is, but it seemed like Jordan couldn't even have, like, close friends because I don't know what the situation was. Like, it seems like LeBron is, like, happy and out there and has a bunch of friends around the league and, you know, his family's great. Oh, wait, speaking of which, sorry, I have to cut you off. This made, this, oh, this made my blood boil. All you hear about from Shaq, Charles Barkley, all these guys that, 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 call the NBA and then analyze the NBA. Oh, today's NBA is soft. We weren't mm-hmm. friends with guys around the league. We were pushing mm-hmm. each other around, yada, yada, yada. We weren't teaming up. Carl Malone got on the Bulls team bus after he after lost. the series. I don't give that's a shit. Respect. We're not friends no, with no, him. That's oh, that's no. Okay, come on. Could, could not disagree more on that. You think point. LeBron is going to get on the Warriors team bus? No, he's going to. Like, gonna... if, if that happened. If that happened, if he ever played a competitive series against uh, Warriors team that he lost to, maybe. But I don't know. Oh my god, he went six with them. <laughs> he did go six with those scrubs. <laughs> He's a great player. I I'm excited. I'm super excited for his documentary because he's gonna have like Jordan's trying. Honestly, not. You know why? Why? Because of people like you. Not really. I don't know. But, no, but, but so does because I know the second does it make we get you nervous. I just know the second that the 2011 series starts, I'm just gonna text and says like LMAO with like nine O's. I mean, eight points in the final <laughs> game is crazy. But seriously, like, does it make you nervous protecting his legacy? Because, oh, like, you know what Reggie Miller did tonight? I caught what? a few words that I wrote down in my notes. What he Reggie said. Miller. Quote, word for word, you go down 3-1, it's a death sentence. <laughs> right. Is it, it Reggie? It was to it, it was is. to anyone facing Michael Jordan. No, he's hey, you, you're, you're becoming mainstream media. He literally said, you go down 3-1 and have to go back to Chicago, <laughs> it's a death sentence. Spun that so quick. <laughs> I knew it the second I wrote it down. I was hoping that when I said it, you wouldn't have heard the Chicago part. <laughs> but you did. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for his doc. I think he obviously. Like, it seems like everyone you kind of everyone get you go, you get a Hall of Fame jacket. You get a doc. No, this is a new a new thing, and I don't know. I think it's a quarantine thing. LeBron's LeBron's legacy and his playing days aren't over yet, which makes his more interesting. Yeah, no, we were watching a Jordan documentary about him being a dick. Meanwhile, LeBron was hosting a high school graduation last night for all of America. Great guy. Like, what a guy what a he guy. is. What a guy. Um, winners and losers of the documentary. Uh, Jerry Krause. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Jerry Krause is the loser? Um, I mean, what did he win other than six rings? <laughs> yeah, he did not have the best rap. Um, all right, who's your winner? I have I have plenty of winners. Okay. Uh, winner number one easily. Oh, this made me so mad. They did a whole thing on Jordan's security, but they yeah. did it on the other guy. Yeah. Like I, mean, I understand he had the good story. He was sick. Yeah. Like yeah. all that. But come on, 
The guy that was memed, like that he was betting with, <laughs> that guy's a winner in the documentary. I wonder yep. if that guy's still alive nowadays. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't like, know. You but... feel like if he was, he would have got interviewed. Uh, I'm not sure. He's definitely a legend. He's definitely a legend. Um, hmm. You got any winners or losers? I'm still thinking. I winners, think winners, more. and losers. Um, winners, Dennis Rodman. Like, yeah, you yeah. Can't I mean, come out the, of that. The, doc the last ten minutes fan. of the documentary, it was him, Carmen Electra, and the. And the NBA Finals trophy. What what happened that he can't speak English anymore? Too many trips to North Korea? Dude, he he, he's just the man. Don't question Dennis Rodman. (laughs) Um, Losers, I would say. Oh, Byron Russell lost tonight. Oh my God. Or Brian, whatever his name was, he lost. Brian Brian with a Y, Y O N. Um, Losers, which is crazy. Pretty much anyone from his era. Because they just didn't get rings, which is nuts. Um, what's the, I mean, you can think of. I mean, hmm. I mean, Steve Kerr won tonight. Did you know about that? Steve story? Kerr was about his dad. I had no idea. I I didn't know that how was it the happened. craziest thing I've ever. I didn't heard. know how it happened. I did know about the father thing. Okay, um, someone wrote in my in my group tonight. Uh, actually, it was Swole. Uh, you know Swole. <laughs> he wrote. Just randomly, during this whole Steve Curry, I was like, wow, Steve Curry's the man. And he wrote, I wish he was our coach, as in the Philadelphia 76ers. And I said, okay, fair. Steve Curry's a great guy. But can we pump the brakes that we're sure he's a fantastic coach? Oh, my God. You're not doing this. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, okay. He's a good coach, for sure. But, I mean, Mark Jackson walked so he could run. You totally, but but that's what makes a great coach in my like, opinion. Like same with Doug Collins and I guess Phil Jackson. Exactly is is that now nah, Phil Jackson's different. different because he just brought in this whole new like made him all believe in Buddhism and God right, knows right. what. And did well, some, Kurt took a lot did of some, what Phil did. Does some Egyptian in, in fire <laughs> ceremony after the six. What the hell was that last scene? In a spiritual sense, but I I do give full credit to Kerr as a as a really good coach. Like. I think specifically in today's NBA, where it's less about, I feel like, X's and O's because there's so much film, you have so many assistant coaches who are just geniuses, that the head coaches tend to be figureheads who are just managing personalities, and he's never... That like, that That is more than 50% of the job. Right, absolutely. And especially in and, the social media era. And you see, like, no coach has ever been able to do it with... Uh, LeBron James, besides really Spolstra, Ty Lue kind of did it. Like he, he wasn't really the big deal. But think about Kerr kept that team. There was so much mayhem and chaos last year in Golden State. Like oh, yeah. that was their last. I'm dance. sure there will be a doc about it. Right, and if KD doesn't go down, you probably give Kerr a ton of credit for keeping all the outside, no- keeping them focused. No, I just, the Draymond, I just attribute KD it to having Steph, Clay, KD. Like, there's nothing Steve Kerr could have done last year if the Warriors won the title where I would have given him credit. Well, you, he, I mean, even Bob Myers said it. You saw that quote. Yeah, Bob Myers came out this week and said, "We really just there wasn't much joy in it. it just felt like we went out, did what we were supposed to, and great." Like, that's what it was. I'm not giving Steve Kerr credit for what if the Warriors would have won last year. Obviously, they didn't because of Clay, KD, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say a Steve Kerr who has three championship rings that he's a bad coach. Yeah. But let's just pump the bricks, okay? 
Does he just have three rings? Steph has three rings. That's yeah. crazy. So does Bron Bron. All right. <laughs> um, let's see some questions from the Monday Mailbag in regards to the last dance, and then we'll move on to more general. Uh, in your eyes, is there any way LeBron passes MJ as a GOAT? So this question, obviously, for me. I think <laughs> I think if he gets to five titles, um, it will be very difficult for me to say that he's not the greatest of all time, but what about everything everything circumstantial. Four is go is once again, like is A D leading the team in every statistical category except for assists? And Oh, miles? but you're already spinning it. What? <laughs> what? I just don't understand. Like, who's the best player on the Lakers right now? I don't know. Stop. So what? Keep going. Well, this don't question, you want you the said defensive this player of the you. year who leads points and rebounds, blocks, all that stuff? Let's just get the NBA back first. Um, right? We're talking so, about the old So NBA. Garrett Knight 17, the question is, yes, there's totally a way LeBron could pass MJ. He needs to overcome a couple more hurdles, but he's 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 there as number two for me. Uh, yeah, he's already, yeah. Yeah, we know he is. <laughs> uh, final verdict. This is a good one, actually. Underscore Caleb Clark. Fi- and for anyone listening, you submit your questions on Sunday on Snapback Pod on Instagram. Abe always posts uh, to submit your questions. So final verdict, Caleb Clark. Uh, and impressions on MJ's supporting cast, more than just Pippen and Robin. So I already touched on Robin. Pippen, I think the doc actually... Oh, Pippen, Pippen won. Pippen won. Exactly. I, the, for the whole first five episodes, really. Yeah. It, for me, it really turned up on the second half of the documentary. Totally. The first five were more of a snoozer. The first five, I, I wasn't even really infatuated with anything really about Jordan. Yeah. It was like, Pippen. wow, I was not woke on how good Scottie Pippen right. actually was to the point where, I mean, you look at LeBron and AD, mm-hmm. Scotty and Jordan were probably... The similar, top three, similar. the top two of the top three players in the NBA, with Hakeem being uh, the second best, when they first, during the first three I, years, and when, I don't when think, Jordan first retired, the 94 95. I don't think Scott, I don't know if Scott was three, but he was in the conversation. He was amazing. I will say the doc, I don't know, you'll learn in your readings. Pippen went through a lot. Like, he was a loser. He was a, I'm not going to curse, but he was soft. Like, it took him years, and even you know, game six of that clinching game. Oh, let me guess, Jordan six. made him. Jordan made him into. No, I mean it probably didn't hurt to be <laughs> playing with Michael Jordan, but I think the doc gave Pippen a ton of love, as it should. He's a great player, but it didn't actually talk about. I mean, it talked about when he sat out for the Kukoc shot, which was. I mean, if, imagine if that happened in today's NBA. That would be nuts. Your star player sits out. Oh and he's my not getting god! The ball on the yeah, last it, I mean, it's just crazy that Scottie Pippen. Throughout this entire documentary, no one really realized how good he was, and he was really the Robin to mm-hmm. everybody's goat that is Michael Jordan. And Robin will say himself mm-hmm. that LeBron James is the greatest player. <laughs> Scotty uh, Pippen says it himself. Yeah, yeah, because he was bitter. So, yeah, right. uh, other supporting cast, I think the we're not going to break them down one by one. Um, but I will say, you know, every team, because it is a five man game, uh, needs like. A supporting cast. You can't win titles one on one. And Kerr, Paxson, they, everyone seemed to hit a shot. If you play enough basketball games, like you're like going to Allen someone. or Kyrie, exactly. exactly, exactly. So I do think that his supporting cast. I think they were built like 
Very well, same thing with the Warriors. I don't think they were loaded like other teams have been in the past. And I'm talking about Warriors, 73 win Warriors, no kidding. Uh, like, they were pretty, like, the gap between lo- them and the rest of the NBA was substantial. And I think you I, saw it You saw it in the in the... In the in the odds for the series going but into the dude, finals, but like we're seeing those that tweets. had to do with how good Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were. I mean, Jack, it had to do with how good the Chicago Bulls were, and that mm, I I'm gonna disagree on that end. Of course um, you are. Uh, let's see what else we have. What else do we have? We have a lot of NFL questions. People are obviously very excited for the NFL. Um, I'm, did you see any more questions on the Monday mailbag? About I saw someone the- ask if uh, pizza rolls or chicken nuggets. I'm gonna go with chicken nuggets. <laughs> really? Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. No, Pepperoni no. pizza rolls. Nicholas Larez uh, asked that one. If you could have, all right. So let's go to more general Monday. No, mailbag. no, no. I I want to address this one. Okay. Before we finish, yeah. Do you think the NBA will finish, Jack? I really don't. Listen to me. Here we go. Wait. So- hold on. I think there's like a zero percent chance. Yeah, I know, but this last week and a half, like the Avengers of the NBA teamed up, not Kyrie, um, which is pretty funny, and had this phone call and all put their hands in and said "yeehaw" towards the season. And they're saying that it would have to be a campus-like environment. They would have to get the testing. Hear me out, because you know, as I've played doctor on this podcast plenty of times before, let me put my Fauci hat on. <laughs> Um, so the NBA is going to need all these tests. You assume that they're going to congregate at one or two locations, Vegas or Orlando. You're going to have to give all these players tests, all these media tests, all yada, yada, yada. And the whole premise of the phone call that they said was Adam Silver was emphasized the fact that a positive test is obviously going to arise from somebody, but they would still have to play through it as a league as a whole. But obviously that player couldn't play. Like we saw it in UFC the other weekend. The, the I think it was the day of the fight. The guy got tested positive for corona and he couldn't play. Mm-hmm. So they played through the virus. Beautiful. Game on. Somebody has to sit out. Maybe it's Al Horford. Maybe it's not. But <laughs> let me now let, let's fast forward. It's going great. No one's nothing's really happened. Everyone's enjoying it. We're back. They get to the NBA finals and. We'll, we'll just say Bucks Lakers and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Test How did the po- Lakers get in there? Giannis Antetokounmpo test positive for the coronavirus when you're doing the NBA Finals at Universal Studios or Las Vegas. Mm. Then what do you do? Like it's just all thrown out the window. Everything. If someone, but that's not a reason why they wouldn't try to have it. In my opinion, I mean, just think about it logically. If like you have, if you're constantly having guys, because if one person is infected on that campus area, you gotta think it's gonna spread, right? I mean, I just do not see that it's a fe- it's feasible whatsoever. And I think that this phone call of and this FaceTime graphic that even I posted on Snapback. Um, Got everyone excited this week, as it should, because we've been deprived of sports, and anything that's floated in front of our face will nibble at. But I just think everyone's getting their hopes up a little too quickly about this NBA thing, and I think it's way too hard for them to come back. And that was from C. C McGuire 03. The MLB kind of released what would have to happen, and it just just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Which the MLB, big, the MLB, I think, will definitely happen. 
Well, what they said would have to happen seems very unrealistic. All the different stipulations. You can't even shower together, which you have, you know, 30 plus people have to take a shower. It's going to take eight hours to shower. Maybe. You can't you used Uber. To go week, you used to go weeks when we were little without showers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right. Next question. That Yeah. Thank you for shouting out C. McGuire. Um, should we do a little NBA draft? I mean... Who's going number one, Alex Megia 10? Is there going to be a draft? There is. They've decided to move it back to August, from what I've heard. Um, oh, that's cool to look forward to. Who's yeah. going to go number one? I mean, the NBA is really more of a – it's not necessarily best player. of. I mean, it should be. But this year especially, there's not really that one one guy that's standing out, like a Ben Simmons. Uh, it's just the first guy that comes to my head. Um but I mean, what? Uh, I'm well, the James one complicated part is how do you do the lottery? Like, if they cancel the season, yeah, no, then I don't right? even know. Like, and how do the Knicks rumors, end up with the twelfth pick? Well, there's rumors that like if they would come back, maybe they they don't play a regular season, they go right into a twelve team playoff. And some of my Knicks friends were freaking out because they're the Knicks are apparently the twelve seed right now. But I mean, you would take the playoff experience, right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that would be unbelievable. You get Giannis yeah, round the, one. The funniest thing, Giannis is like, in the Garden in the playoffs round one. The Knicks, you'd the be Knicks there shirtless. Are really bad. And oh, breaking w- news would not probably win a series, but they would absolutely steal a game off any team. Like any team, they Shut would up. definitely steal a game off of. Well, maybe in but, these kinds of playoffs because there's not going to be really any momentum or home. Court. I mean, you saw Mitchell Robinson dribbling around, chucking threes. Like you've yeah. seen, you've seen Ben Simmons doing the same thing in videos. I'm sure. Right? Ben made a three this year. Ben remember that? Remember? I think I tweeted that. Like, remember when you made? We made t-shirts. You made t-shirts when, with the yeah. B3N. Again, it was uh, against the Knicks. It was against the Knicks. Too. I know. When when the worst thing was having to explain to people that Ben Simmons is really good and just because he can't shoot a three, like we shouldn't just make fun of him. That was the toughest thing about having sports. I miss those days. Well, who do you think's going first? Because I'm going to go ain't no stopping Opie Toppin because that's my guy. <laughs> that's a great line. Uh, I'm going to go Wiseman. I think yeah. it seems like he's the consensus one. I don't know. I, I Toppin is the hype to me, right now, but he's not the I best don't know. player. For me, it's like I feel like these guys actually get spooked out when these kids don't go to college. Like, it's a little too early. I think we're seeing he this. He went to G- college, though. This is the Kyrie treatment. Wiseman went to college. He was the Memphis I kid. mean, yeah, I know who he is, but Kyrie played 11 games. Right. James Wiseman didn't. He played one. one. Yeah. And he hooped. <laughs> he's a baller. Um, I can tell you who's the best player in the draft. If you should know. You're going to tell me it's LaMelo and he's going to the Knicks? LaMelo Ball for three. If you're a Knicks fan and you don't want LaMelo Ball at Madison Square Garden, you're out of your mind. Also, major, major shout-out to the New York Knicks ticket office who sent me a beautiful email that they'll be refunding my season tickets. Does that at- mean you are a fan-free agent? No, I'm not a fan-free agent. I did not... Uh, there was an option between getting all my money back, which I took, uh, or pushing it to whenever the next season is. And then if you chose that, you have the option between $150 to the team store, $150 to the concession stand, or an RJ Baird swing man jersey. So I took my money back only because 
it seems like people aren't confident that it even if it seems this like you're not confident in the direction of your organization. Oh my god, are you kidding me? We are <laughs> I need to pull up tweets. Also, I did listen back to the uh our first ever episode and the opening line is this. I'm going to pull it up for us real quick uh because it's just it's it's kind of funny. Um it's not that funny. Listen back. I to I it. don't I don't really want to have to talk about it. You know what it is? No, I don't, but I really don't want to have to talk about the draft right now because usually it's it's May and I usually don't have to Derby think about the draft. Will be New York Knicks, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving will be New York Knicks next season. You owe me That's 20 bucks for that. To- <laughs> you owe a lot of you owe a lot of people $20. I mean, to for that. be fair, AD comes this summer. Kyrie has has played like six games and is out of his mind, and Kevin Durant hasn't even played a game. So, did we avoid the debacle that would have been? Imagine if what happened in Brooklyn this year happened in New York. It would have been like it, I don't even know. It's eleven forty on a Sunday night. I'm not talking about the Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. Also, everyone, make sure to tune into my 2K YouTube series. It's been electric. I lose like every game at the buzzer, but it's straight comedy. All right, next question. Let's go to some football for the people, and I'm starting with this question from Evan Greenfield. Evan is 100% snapback fam. He's all over the snapback stuff, so thank you, Evan. Appreciate you. Thoughts on DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar? Um, innocent until proven guilty. Fair enough. I think one of them actually did uh, concede to the local police, but... We will see what happens at their trial, see if the glove fits. Uh, there yeah, were, I, I, I mean... Know. Okay, I let's agree. Talk it's it. definitely no, let's one, talk about it. Let's nah, talk about it. I think it's nah, best I've got a, I've got one little interesting nugget. Okay, so I'm just this is ju- I just read Twitter, guys. All right, I'm reading what you're reading. Like I don't know anything, but apparently they were stealing some stuff. It amounted to thirty-seven thousand. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. You want to Google DeAndre Baker's signing bonus? Yeah, <laughs> right. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add. It, <laughs> Four-year contract is worth $10.52 million with just over $9 million guaranteed, including a $5.675 million signing bonus. Taxes, though. Taxes, yes. And New York. New York. Uh, yeah, no, New, New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey. Um, also, Do they get taxed out of New Jersey instead of New York? I mean, I know they play in New Jersey. <laughs> they're but work, I don't know. If, I, don't I, know don't, if, I don't know how taxes work. Um, <laughs> but Do you that, pay them? Do you pay them? Yeah, I pay taxes for okay. sure. Right. Tax day. Paid it even before it got extended. Um, taxes are cool. Okay. The feds uh, aren't listening. That's the, the only thing. I know thing, we have thousands of listeners. That is the only thing that stood out for me in this. And um, there was some funny memes, obviously. Yeah, definitely the, a good meme. The internet will do its dance on any good, on any good story. For sure. Um, okay, next question. Who? <laughs> I'm not answering that one. Who will win the first game of that? Oh, you know what we can absolutely talk about were my ridiculous NFL standings I posted. But uh, let's just talk about right off the bat. You had the Eagles and the Giants at 6-10. and 10. That's correct. So before we get into that, let me clear up what happened. Someone sent me a link that said predict the winner of every game of the season, including the playoffs. It's like giving, so a, I wasn't... It's like giving a spoon to a crack addict. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I wasn't like... Actually looking how teams were doing throughout. I was just picking week by week. And I kind of like, I'm basing it off of, okay, are they playing on a short week? And it's all on the site. I forget what the site's called. Or it's called 
playoffpredictors.com. So if people want to go and actually do it and they can tag us on Snapback Pod, playoffpredictors.com. It's it's a really cool tool because it's simple click and go, whatever. So I go through and I'll read off the funniest ones. We can start. You had the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, well, the NFC East, Cowboys 11 and 5. And then Eagles and Giants six and ten, Redskins five and eleven. That one was up there as pretty humorous. <laughs> That's uh, the A uh, NFC West. I had the Rams at thirteen and three. I th- I've been saying I think the Rams make a resurgence to a degree. Oh, you had, no you had the go. Bucks winning fifteen games. That's correct. I had the Bucks at fifteen and one. Wait, I so the, for this whole the, thing, did you go through every team and click? No, s- it it puts it week by week. Which is that's why I'm saying I wasn't tracking. So like, if I were going week by week, it wouldn't add up. Like, oh, so you were uh, just for, going off. This was one game for all the marbles every exactly, time. That's exactly. pretty funny. That's pretty so, funny. So oh, so the there funniest, was so much bias played into this. No, not a lot of yeah, definitely some <laughs> bias played. I mean, it's it's how I think teams are gonna right, do. Keep going. Um, but the funniest one was without a doubt thirteen three for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Foles, baby. I mean that's and I prefaced it. I said if Trubisky's the quarterback, you don't actually 16, think that they're going thirteen and three with Foles. No, no, not at all. Okay. But I do think they will be in contention for the playoffs. I'm a big believer in the Bears this year. Well, yeah, I mean half the freaking league gets in the playoffs. Right, that's also true. Uh, I have the Colts. I'm pretty excited about their chances to win the division. I've I had the Browns at ten and six, which is interesting. I think the Browns and Steelers are going to be really good this year. That's bad news for your Ravens. That is bad news. And then I had the Bills winning their division at eight and eight. Um, <laughs> Patriots six and ten. Jets four and twelve. Dolphins four and twelve. And then I had the AFC West as being the toughest. I really think I need to get off the Chargers bandwagon, but I'm all in. It's our boy Austin Eckler's birthday. Happy birthday, AE. John. Well, when this comes out, did, did he Venmo you by the way for once he got his guaranteed money? I didn't get mine yet. No, he did not. That's I'll crazy. Message him right now. But happy birthday, John Gruden. It's John's birthday? In 15 minutes, John Gruden's birthday. When wow. this gets released, this is John Gruden's birthday. Speaking of John Gruden, I had the Raiders going 2-14 and 14 as the AFC West, like I was about to say. 2-14. and 14. Yeah, Chiefs 13-3, and three, Broncos 10-6, Chargers 10-6. But do I have to get off the Chargers bandwagon right now? Um, I mean, no, they're not going to be good, no. They're they're so stacked. It's just like can Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert actually win double digit games? Probably think, not. How many games do you think Justin Herbert? When do you think Justin? I don't think he'll win the job. I don't. I think there's a good chance if Tyrod doesn't get hurt. I think there's a good chance he doesn't play this year. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, it just I don't, I don't see a situation where whenever when's the last time was it really Aaron Rodgers where. Your top five pick doesn't play a game? I mean, Daniel uh, Jones. Well, I think he went six. <laughs> so, well, so, so did so Daniel Jones. Go. So did Daniel Jones. Yeah. I don't but know. But I don't know what he went. But um, I would like to pull up a tweet, and then we'll continue with Monday Mailbag. Top QBR versus man coverage in 2019. Lamar Jackson, 91.0. Next closest to Sean Watson, 79.9. Yeah, you can find a tweet. A stat, a tweet nah, a stat. I don't know. That's pretty good. Lamar is really good at throwing the ball. All right, next. You know what? My, I was just going to go to my likes to find a tweet, and yeah. the first tweet I found was a seven. It was LeBron's eight-game streak in the 2018 playoffs where it's like 40. I'm not even going to read it. It's absurd. Yeah, he, he's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, oh, my second like was the Knicks banner. Technically, we didn't miss the playoffs. 
That's a Knicks banner. We didn't, which is exciting. We're building something special. You bring it. Right, I mean, you're the one that not, bailed. You're the one that bailed. No. Oh, so I didn't get to finish my statement. The reason why I'm not renewing is because it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, there won't even be fans in the seats for next season, regardless of what happens this year. So I didn't want to have my money locked up because I got to get some sports cards, you know? Facts. Um, all right. Noah Thompson, who's going number one pick in the 2020 or 2021 NFL draft. I think like Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback ever already. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go one. Justin Fields will probably be up there. And name to watch, Mika Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. It's like a shame. A high or like he's just really good? No, he's going to be like a top five pick. Really? Top ten, yeah. He's, he's unbelievable. He's as good um, as Isaiah Simmons? No shot. It's a shame that college football probably won't happen because we were going to be really good this year. Oh, my God. We were going to the playoff. Yeah, I'm sure you were. You bet me $100 that Ellinger, Ellinger would win the Heisman. When? I don't know. I have it in my notes. For this upcoming year? Yeah. Oh, no. You bet me he'd be in New York. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> I'll double down right now. Um, but there was no virtual Heisman ceremony clause, so he better be in New York. Right, right. He has to be literally in New York. Uh, all right, last question of the night from J underscore Holtz 05. And I think his avatar is Michael Jordan Duncan. That's dope. If you could have one live sport back right now, what would it be? Soccer came back. The Bundesliga was back. Erling Haaland is a stud. Are you? I know you're a big England fan when it's coming home, but do you watch any of that stuff? No. <laughs> I actually uh, I wrote my group and my with my home friends because uh, I've got a few footies in there, mm-hmm. and uh, they. I said I'm I'm not watching for obvious reasons, um, given that it's soccer. But is it weird that there are no fans? Because the night before. I was watching UFC again, second weekend in a row, and I had the same feeling that, wow, it's really weird with no fans. This will never not be weird. Like, this guy was pumped up after he won his fight. He's literally yelling into a microphone at the top of his lungs to absolutely nobody like a jackass, and it's just making me turn the volume down on my television. It does nothing for anybody. It's just weird with no fans, and... Um, I heard they were pumping noise into these soccer matches. Is that true? And then, and then they cut it out like 20 that. minutes in or something. That's what I, I heard that. because it was so weird. Um, but no, you will not catch me watching much Bundesliga. But when the World Cup comes, I'm there. Okay, so what sport, if you could bring one back right now, would you pick? I think I can assume. I mean, the ob- no, I, I, you know what? I'd rather the Sixers not break my heart. You know what? Just just leave yeah. it done. Let's just. But in the same breath, if the season doesn't happen, I'm afraid that this stupid organization will keep Brett Brown. They'll spin it like he didn't oh, get the chance. He's coming back for sure. So I'm a little torn on that end. But Jay Williams posted this on his Instagram. Not what I want to come back, but a good point. If the MLB was the first sport to come back, given how baseball has tried to popularize so much throughout the years, and amidst all of this, it's the first like legit U.S. sport, 
of the big four that's back. It would be huge for the sport. Obviously, it wouldn't last once football and basketball started. It would go back to being localized. But I think having the MLB in that spotlight, in that limelight, I agree would be huge for them. That being said, I hope football's back. So we... But like, this- but like football doesn't start until September anyway. So like, obviously, I would take baseball in June. Abe, hey, let me ask you. All right, baseball's back, right? Great for the sport, theoretically. Am I watching Sunday night baseball every week? Probably not. Tuesday night. <laughs> the Phillies Reds. are on, I'll watch. Tuesday night, Reds, Pirates. Oh, no, 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 because you still don't watch. I mean, you'll watch some national television. Friday night, Friday night, Yankees, Red Sox. Are you even tuning in? Um, If one of my friends texted me, yo, I really like the Yankees tonight. Right. Then if maybe for a few innings. It. <laughs> I I don't know. It's interesting. I, I mean, is, I do watch Phillies games, so like that wouldn't change. I would be excited so for that. This is always. I know it's not a call out. It's more of just like a an exercise I do when people say they're big baseball fans or the casual. I'm more inclined to do this with a casual fan. All right, you watch Phillies games, sure. How many games a year do you think? And obviously, this is a guesstimate. How many would you say? Over a hundred. Over a hundred games. Yeah. Okay, so it's one of the, okay, games. okay. I'll have it on every right. night. Well, that's what I was about. It's back. It's background sometimes, but like right. what te- many... what television isn't? I mean, I'm locked into seventy five, seventy ish of eighty two NBA games, like locked right. in. Eh, right. that's not even true. If the Sixers are playing the Hornets on a Wednesday night in January, it becomes background stuff. Totally. If it gets closer, and I, then I start yelling at the TV. But, but innings one through six of a Phillies game, how much of that? Usually f- five through eight is my sweet spot because right. I go to bed early. <laughs> you really are like an old man. It's kind of nah, crazy. Well, June 1. June 1, baby. Well... <laughs> Abe, we appreciate you New staying man. up till uh, almost midnight. Nah, we, I got I we, got two hours of sleep in from nine to ten fifty five. We might have a fun guest on Thursday. That's a teaser. No promises. We need this guy. Um, and then two more weeks until the official weigh in. Are you excited? Aren't you there? I'm close. I'm at I post breakfast. I'm at one seventy, which is kind of cheating. I should be. Are you like for- actually eating that much more? Oh my god! The worst. Are you thing like in struggling? The no. Uh, one day I was. I had five pieces of fried chicken and two pork fillets for lunch, and I like. Oh, I meant to text it. you. I was like, "Is and that then, like you and Casey's?" And you're just like flexing yeah, a little so bit. I, no, no, no. I ate all of that, and then I ate a peanut butter sandwich like an hour later. I told you, bro. PB and J's are the. I easiest know, and then ride. I had a full dinner and a protein shake before bed because someone said that's the best thing to do is sleep on those carbs and that protein, and I woke up. And it was the lightest I was after a week. <laughs> and I had lifted heavy weights in the morning. I, I was so sad. But we've got it all figured out. It, it took a day to calculate it. All right. So we're feeling good. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. Um, all right, Snapback fam. We appreciate you guys listening as always. Uh, let us know what you think about The Last Dance. Let us know if you have any questions that you have follow-ups on. Other than that, be good. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Abe, any last words? LeBron's a goat. (laughs) Snapback fam, much love. Peace.